Welcome back to the Voices from the Northeast podcast. In this episode, we're talking about all those remedies that only your mum or your grandma seem to know about, and there's loads of them. I want to start with a big thank you to all of you who are listening through Facebook and connecting with us through Facebook and Instagram. There's loads of you. Thank you to the special listeners who've liked our very own Facebook page and left some comments on recent posts. I'm going to share some of those on the show now. Hello to Keith Richardson. Thank you for sharing your memories for this week's show. Remembering cod liver oil and even taking an in-house vote to see who remembered it and who actually liked it. And weirdly, four out of five people in Keith's house liked cod liver oil. Um, Thanks for the kind words as well about the podcast and the show and the Facebook page. It, It was lovely for you to reach out like that, so thank you. The next thank you goes to an Instagram account, and this is Hawthorne Road. Check out their Instagram account if you're on there. They have the most amazing photographs of life down Hawthorne Road over the years. It's incredible. Uh, so, sharing memories of poultices and um, bashing cysts with Bibles. <laughs> Ouch. Also, uh, to Louise, who is a, a pen and ink illustrator, thank you for sharing your memories as well. And by the way, your illustrations are awesome. Also, to Karen for sharing her memory of a grandma putting butter on burns. It's absolutely wonderful, honestly, it really is, to have a growing audience of people who are engaging with the show and and, and reaching out across things like Facebook and Instagram to to get in touch and say what you think of the show and, and share your memories. It's really wonderful. So thank you to those that I've named there. And I'm going to, towards the end of the show this week, share some more listener responses based on couple of episodes ago where people have left some lovely comments on our Facebook page as well. If you haven't already liked our Facebook page and you're listening to this through some other means, we have our own Facebook page now. If you just search Voices from the Northeast podcast or you're possibly listening to this just within another group, um, if you just check the top and click the little thumbs up button, you'll like our page. Right. Okay, James. Kick off this week's show with the theme tune. Welcome everybody to the Voices from the No Face Podcast. Morning, podcasters. You know, I was born in North Seaton Colliery. When I, when I were a lad. I should have remembered that because my mother used to work for them. I'm champion for me, absolutely fine. And who doesn't make the selection box for breakfast? That was Christmas. Yeah. 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 She went flying over Maypole into Bustalic. I'm always proud of his starting the show. In tonight's episode, like I've said, we are going to be talking about all those remedies that your mum and your grandma and people like that used to tell you. You know, everything from wrapping yourself in brown paper for things to uh, sugar and soap for all sorts of weird and wonderful things, butter and sugar. Um, just loads. There's loads of really interesting things, and I think it's one of those episodes where you're going to listen to this and you're going to find yourself saying, "Eh, God, I remember my mum used to say that." So, without further ado, here's my mum and dad, and Neil and Eleanor, 
Let's jump into their conversation. Rose hip syrup. Did nice. you like it? It was no, no. It's very sweet. Oh, it's lovely. Yeah. Cod liver oil. Yes. My mum used to get liquid cod liver oil. Put it spoon. I, well, mine used to insist it was better putting milk. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. oh, no. Stirred in milk and they had to drink used it. Used to hold one nose, open my mouth. <laughs> did, you, did you ever get malt and no. cod liver oil? No. Uh, oh, that was when disgusting. When we got married, we decided for to go for a while. We bought ourselves cod liver oil and we Indeed? used to take it with milk and it was horrendous. Because that's how my mum did it for me. And I and I just used to then I'm not having it with milk, I would just have it the cod liver oil. But uh But the yeah. thing is, it used to stick. And you could taste, taste it for but this um malt and cod liver oil was like was like having a spoonful of treacle on a spoon. And I couldn't stand the, the texture in me. I can remember retching to this molten cod. What, what was viral? Did you have viral as well? Was that no. the sort of thing? No. no. Viral. Viral. V-I-R-O-L. Viral. No, and remember I remember that. me grandma making a, um, a spring medicine. Basically, it was cabbage water. It was cabbage boiled in the water. And you had to drink that to give you a good cleaning out or after winter. Uh, <laughs> to set yeah. you on your way for <laughs> spring. Set, set I mean, you way. spring cleaned the house and you were spring cleaning yourself. Yeah, well, um, but but I, I, mean, I, think, um, I think that I said goose fat and brown paper on your chest. Uh, if you were for, chesty, yeah. it was... They used to rub goose fat on brown paper and wrap it around your chest. I know. Uh, I mean, how did that work? I'm not. Well, I'm not sure. I did. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but did you not have butter and sugar oh, when yeah. you had a bad cough? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. To stop your coughing. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, uh, and but it did. To be honest, I think it worked. It does. Because it soothes yeah. your throat. Yeah. That's yeah. the only way. It puts like a lining on the back of your yeah. throat. I think the sugar just helped you yeah. get it down sort it was of a little thing. Bit sweeter. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, did he, what about camphorated oil or anything like that? And then, yeah, they, got, and then they discovered Vic. That's right, Vic. <laughs> oh, and then Vic yeah. came along, didn't it? You know, I can't think of things. We used to, horrible things apart from this spring medicine. Halib orange, but I think kids still take oh, well, that, that now. I remember there was a little ditty that used to go with camphorated oil. Camphor, camphor, camphorated. Camphor, camphor, camphorated. Camphor, camphor, camphorated. And they rubbed it with camphorated oil. Okay. Don't remember right. that one? Was no. Yeah, there you go. Right. No. Epsom salts seem to cure Epsom everything. Epsom salts, yes. Uh, and Andrew's liver salts. Well, Granny, I was had Andrew's liver salts in. If you think Epsom salts <clears throat> still get used now, I mean, we still have Epsom salts in the house and have Epsom salts bath. Oh, it is. It's good for joints. Uh, yeah. Um, and what actually, was the other thing? Actually, Epsom salts are really good in the garden because they're high in magnesium, so they're good for plants. Um, What's that stuff? 
So purpley stuff when you put it on your skin, man. For oh, bodies. gentian violet. Aye, gentian violet. Yes. What was that Aye. for? That was like an antiseptic or antiseptic. something, wasn't oh, it? Yes. For healing, ah. it was bright. The bee stings. Purple. He used to use the. The the blue the blue bags and the blue bag the blue laundry bag and the jolly the jolly bag was for making things white wasn't yes. it and it was it used was. for putting I'd, on um, actually I'd love to know what was in that but you used to put it on bee stings we did yes, you did, did. Yes. well it's like if you burnt yourself I can remember once putting my hand the iron used to be my mum used to heat the the iron just beside the fire. Yeah. And I once remember putting my hand on the table. She didn't have an ironing board. She just had a table. Right when my mother put the iron down on the back Ooh. of my hand, she put the iron on the back of my hand, screaming the place down. And she put my hand in um, a bag of flour. Yeah, um, right. okay. yeah, to cool burned, it straight down. Cool it straight down. Yeah, I, I, I well, understand uh, that. You know, or, or you used to get, if you had a bruise, a bit of butter. Yes. Oh, yeah. Did you have a bit of yes. a butter? Did you? <laughs> you were neglected, Neil. <laughs> well, to be fair, we couldn't afford steak. <laughs> but you would have had so that, was, that was for a flat eye. I don't know anybody who could afford to put but, steak but on remember, their eye. I remember when you used to put the butter on your head when you had a bump on the head. Yeah, the butter, did, and you were stinking for a few hours of butter that used to then. Because butter goes a bit like well, smelly, doesn't it? You know, so. Yeah. It was all right. It didn't have good. And the other bump just went away naturally anyway. But I can remember um, like cough sweets sometimes my mum would put a bit of boiling water yes. on a cough sweet. For you didn't hear No, no, you drink the um, yes. the liquid off it. Yes. Um, oh, and I remember my mother swore blind by this. She would slice an onion and put brown sugar on the onion and leave it overnight. I'd forgotten all about these and then the next morning, you would um, get a spoonful of the juice that all ran off oh, the, yeah, onion, from the onion. Which some people would laugh at, but actually it would be really good for you because onion and like garlic and whatnot yeah, is good antiseptic. Yeah, they are. So it yeah. would have been good for you. There's a, a plant called fever few. And I, actually, I've forgotten again, but I remember my grandma picking some leaves in the garden uh, of like this little plant. And putting it in, yeah, and uh, boiling that sometimes if she had a bit of a temperature or something. Mm. But I remember being poorly once, and my grandma giving us raw egg <laughs> mixed in milk. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I can oh, it was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and a hot milk, if I had a bad chest, which was possibly the worst thing you could have done, my mum would put a teaspoon of whiskey in hot milk all it did was make us sick which was probably good because it brought whatever was making us poorly up but you know that was um but the hot milk with it raw egg in or the warm milk with raw egg in was supposed yeah. to again boost your immune whiskey <clears throat> if you had toothache yeah, yeah. that's whiskey right. rub it on rub it on rub it on your eye yeah I can remember, um, oh, um, yeah. What was it? Um, oil of cloves. Oil of cloves, oh, yeah. It was like, I put a bit of whiskey on. Well, can you remember they used to sell in the chemists Indian brandy? Little bottles of Indian brandy, which yeah, was. Yeah, well, a, that always had which, a bottle in Which the was a weak cupboard. version of brandy in water, but it was meant to be for medicinal purposes. Mm. 
I'm sure it came from the American West, you know, like when they used to sell on doctors oh, <laughs> on the backs of the wagons, you know. Well, your Nancy always, if she was flying, she always took like a little bottle of brandy because it was good for the stomach. Yes. yes. Yeah. You know, yeah, just that? Like, yeah, to yeah. me. She always, because she used to get really nervous about flying all That's over. That's right, yeah. Um, well, my nana, my nana was, didn't, my nana never drank. But she had a glass of brandy every night before bed. <laughs> for medicinal For medicinal yeah. purposes, yeah. Well, my grandma... That's good if you have my upset tummy yeah. and you have brandy. That's right. When my grandma had meningitis, this would have been maybe late 50s. It was bef- I can't remember having it, but I do remember my mum looking after her. And she used to have a moccasin. Um, which was supposed to be full of iron. Yeah, yeah, yeah build that So, bless her, she wasn't a drinker, but she would have a moccasin every single night and was supposed to build her up. Um, Actually, that, my mum was in hospital, and I can't remember what for, but one of the things they did say when she was released was a bottle of moccasin a day. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's what the... Prescribed. Yeah, yeah what the they did, didn't they? And that's what that they, yeah, that's what they did with my grandma after she'd had meningitis. That um a bottle of Maccasin a day and she had that every day for the rest of her life, bless her, you yeah. know. Um salt and water for when you gargled with oh, the yeah. salt. Oh, salt water. Mind yeah. I still do that. I think oh, it's one of the best things to do. Yeah. 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 That's for a salt throat, yeah. salt. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. it brings it up. Or, or salt, salty baths as well when you if you have cuts and or after people had operations salty baths used to be used to help yes. keep the wounds clean and yeah. it did it, it did work yeah yeah it's funny isn't it you forget these things don't you and yes. then absent salts as well as and, and, then all, and then they all come flooding back and do yeah. what goes round comes round doesn't it Yes. Well, did you know one of the other things when I, when I first kind of got into how to treat injuries when you were like doing sport and whatever one of the biggest things they used to tell you to do was to go and and walk in the sea salty cold water if you had lower lower limb injuries your calf or yeah if you could go up yeah if you had sore thigh go into the sea and just walk in the sea with salty water well that's why they do with racehorses, you yeah, were just yeah, like yeah. you were like a racehorse. So you are saying I was a thoroughbred? You were a thoroughbred. Are <laughs> <laughs> well, you not like George? I'm not sure I was. I, I'm not sure I've ever been described as a thoroughbred. Cabbage water to give you a good spring cleaning out. I mean, it's one thing to clean the house out, but dear God. My goodness me. Epsom salts, raw egg in milk, oh, and cod liver oil. I mentioned it in the very opening of the episode, but cod liver oil on a spoon. Just, I mean, if you're around my age, you might have had cod liver oil capsules like I did when I was a kid. And, and there was nothing worse than when one of them would burst before it had actually got down. And, you know, you got the taste of cod liver oil. Oh, horrific. My goodness me. Okay, well, moving away from um, mum and dad and and the kings, I also asked 
Jacqueline for her input and Jacqueline's played a blinder here and has sat down with her daughters Adele and Rebecca and the three of them have got it's just a wonderful conversation about all sorts of weird and wonderful remedies everything from when you're unwell to when you've got greasy hair you never know you might come away from this episode and go and try a million and one things though I must say please don't (laughs) enjoy poultices that's what I'll start with. When I was little, I can remember your mama mashing up bits of the household green soap with sugar. And she would mash them up and she would put them between like a linen cloth. And she would put it on if you had like a splinter um, or a wicklow or something where the poison had to be drawn out. Um, and it was just the smell, just the smell of these horrible poultices. And also a bread poultice, which was mashed up bread with hot water, as hot as you could stand, put in a muslin cloth and put on maybe something like if you've got gravel or lumps of coal dust or something hard and gritty and maybe your knee or your elbow, they would put a bread poultice on and that would draw out all the impurities. I mean, I can remember that that one did hurt because, of course, it was hot water. But you know, it it did the trick. I it think, worked. I think I remember having that done to me when I had fallen on the gravel. And was either you or Dad actually did put bread onto the knee to draw out the gravel and, the, mm-hmm. and all the dirt. Mm-hmm. But, well, yeah. I, well, I can remember a jar of good old Vaseline. Everybody had that because you used it for um oh for chafed legs and chapped skin, you know, in the winter if you had your boots or your wellies on and the tops of your wellies would rub against your your skin. Oh, oh when yes. you got in the bath it would sting. So I would come the Vaseline and get some some Vaseline rubbed on and, and that was nice and soothing. Mm-hmm. Vaseline for as you say, when you've got blisters. As oh well, yes, uh-huh. against your feet. Yeah. Uh-huh, I yes. remember being on holiday years ago, and me and Georgia mm-hmm. had those Lola balls. Oh, and yes. we got blisters on either side of our feet because obviously they were rubbing against this Lola ball. And I can remember you and Mama putting talc oh, on the blisters, yes. and it dried them out. Yeah, and then of course you told her not to pick them, but of course we did, and then it would make them bleed. But I can remember blisters. Talc would dry out the blister so it wouldn't pop. Uh huh. But then you would still pick out well, you the skin. W- you and... would, but it was good because it didn't sort of, they didn't weep anymore. No, mm. and they didn't leave any scarring either, yes, which was, you know, even better. Yeah, so yeah. they were quite dry. Talc's also good for uh, when you've got oily feet. You know, you put it in your socks and your shoes to start the smell. Oh, and smelly feet. Yeah. Yes. And also smelly for feet. Smelly feet. <laughs> And also for uh, greasy hair as well, isn't oh, it? Oh, I can remember years ago doing that. Because I think when, when mm. I was young, really, you only wash your hair once a week. Mm. You know, yeah. It was normally on a Sunday night before mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. you went to school. But as you got older, if your hair was a little bit greasy and that, you would put the talc on. Yeah. And what a difference. I mean, it did. It, it worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just laughing here because um, not just talc, because that would save a hell of a lot on mm-hmm. dry shampoo. Also, flour. It's good for your hair. Well, I'd never heard of that. Yes. Well, I do remember Adele coming in many moons ago when you were doing that beauty therapy course. 
and you were absolutely hysterical because somebody had told you to put flour in your hair to stop, stop it getting greasy, I think it was. To stop it getting greasy, to stop your curls. And you thought that was absolutely mm-hmm. hysterical. Yeah. Apparently, if you've got really curly hair, to straighten them, you put flour in your hair. Mm-hmm. Actually, just yes. on about stinky shoes, somebody once told me if you put cat litter in your shoes. Oh, yes. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Yeah, that, that takes sort of takes up all the order. Yeah, yes, I wouldn't know because I don't have stinky feet. Oh, so. no, no. <laughs> nothing like that, nothing like that. I mean, sort of butter and sugar, I remember your mama, I mean... Sort of years ago, you, you couldn't really afford hand cream or anything like that. But Mama used to use butter and sugar if she'd really been like doing oh, a lot of yes. hard cleaning. Mm-hmm. She would get the butter and sugar out and she would rub her hands and into her mm-hmm. nails, give them like a good massage mm-hmm. and then rinse them off. Oh, and her hands were lovely and soft. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's a good um, exfoliator. Yes, uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I've got a good one for you. Right. Adele, I don't know if you'll be able to remember this because you might have been a wee bit too little. But earache. Oh, I can always nasty. remember one of our uncles when we used to go to grandma's for a tea. He would blow pipe smoke. Ah, that might have mm. been your uncle Laddie because he did smoke a pipe. Yeah, blowing smoke into the ears and that would cure mm. earache. Mm-hmm. And I never got it done because I don't know why it would do that. But I always remember the pipe that he used to smoke. It had like a sweet smell. Yes. So yeah. maybe it was the, the type of baggy rather than the actual smoke itself. But I can remember. Everybody lining up. Yeah, yeah. Because pipe smoke does have like a an original smell, and mm-hmm. uh, well, you could get different kinds of tobacco as it well. Could be the warmth as well, you know, with it being, it's like smoke. Uh huh. The I've heat no could have warmed it up. Uh huh. Yeah. Or if you've got like wax in your ear. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Isn't it? I know. The thought of that just all trickling oh. down the side. Lovely. Yes, yes. I know if you put a clove of garlic in your ear, it's good for earache and so yes. Uh-huh. Well, I think for now it's little. I don't even know if we had cloves. If we, you know if we used um, garlic or anything like that, I just can't remember. Because well, because I, I think sort of the nineteen fifties wasn't that long after the Second World War. So maybe we didn't get all the spices and things like that that we get now. Yeah. Speaking of Uncle Eddie, um, Grandma's duck leaves. I remember oh, yeah. Grandma's for duck leaves. Yeah, because you used to play in the field. Yeah, she lived by the welfare. Yeah. yeah, and you would get the nettle stings and then you would be told to go and look for the duck leaves, but you were terrified because you weren't quite sure what the duck leaves looked like and sometimes you would end up getting another nettle, which kind of defeated the purpose, mm. but yeah. yeah. Duck leaves are the leaves from... Is it the dandelions? Dan- the dan- uh-huh, yeah. yeah, but I don't know if it's the dandelion when, when they turn to like clocks. Yeah. Or if it is like the proper full grown, I don't know. Or I full, don't know fully either. bloomed dandelions. I, don't know. I just remember sure. being told not to pull up the dandelions because yeah. it would make you wee the baby. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We've talked about that in the last yeah, one. It was, like, yes. I, it was like, do I stay with the sting nettle or do I pull up the dandelion and wee the bed? I don't know, what do we do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, just on about other kinds of aches. Um, Adele will remember this one. Whiskey soaked in cotton wool. Yes. And you were chewing it if you had toothache and that was supposed to help. Mm-hmm. And I can remember suffering toothache quite a bit when I was little. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Dad used to be a bit miffed as to why the whiskey was going down. <laughs> slowly went down, yes. yes. Yeah. Put, put it on the toothache. Well, if yes. you're not a fan of whiskey, you can always gargle with salt because that's mm-hmm. always a good one for toothache. The headmistress, when I was at the East School... For some reason, we got on about toothpaste and cleaning teeth. And she said, do you know the best thing for whitening your teeth? Of course, we all shouted out like salt and various things. Bicarb. Uh-huh. Well, that does. But no, it wasn't that. She said salt. 
out the back of your the chimney, she says, try it, but make sure the fire's out. <laughs> yes. She says, just get your finger and just get some of the soot from the back of your chimney and rub your teeth with it. With it. My goodness, it did. I, I must have something in to whiten your teeth, mm-hmm. but it worked. Your teeth were lovely and white and lovely and smooth. Mm. Good grief. Mm-hmm. Well, then again, charcoal is bad in fashion as well. Oh, yeah. Like, so you can't get yeah. products. Yeah, and you can't get toothpaste that's got yeah. charcoal mm-hmm. in. So. Yeah. Mm. Well, I, I can remember before you could really go out and buy conditioners for your hair, it was one of these girl books, which we're, we're going to talk about later on. And it said that if you beat up a raw egg and put it on your hair after you'd washed it, and while your hair was still wet, if you rubbed it into your scalp in your hair and then rinsed it off, it acted as a lovely conditioner. And I remember doing this because what they didn't say was rinse it off with cold water because <laughs> oh. I'd used warm and hot water and it took me ages to wash the scrambled egg <laughs> out of oh, my hair lovely. and I've never done that again. So that's one I wouldn't recommend. I bet for years you were being called egg hate. No. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> Not for the right reason, no, like no, scrambled no, your Yeah, probably be behind me back. Make yes. sure you don't mix it with my flower because that's just a whole <laughs> What else did you say that was for your hair? It was um, sturgeon. Oh no, sturgeon. Yeah. Sturgeon because I could, years ago, um, before you got all these dandruff shampoos, um, before they came on the market, and of course. Lots of, yeah, like, young says got, like, acne and spots and things like that. And your mama took me to the doctors because I had a crop of spots and I just couldn't, couldn't get rid of them. And it was Dr. Hobbs had said, At once a day, wash your face with sturgeon. And also, once a week, wash your hair with sturgeon as well. Well, we thought sturgeon, that's for woolens, you know. But anyway, I tried it and it worked. I had lovely shiny hair and the spots cleared up. Mm. Just for the record, don't try this at home, kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll not be held liable. <laughs> but I can remember just talking about hair, being told Jif Lemon. Oh, oh see, yes, see, Jif see. Lemon. Mm-hmm. If you put that in your hair, especially if you were on holiday, the sun, it would make it lighten. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. bleach it, yes. Yeah, and I can remember going on holiday with one of my friends and she actually packed two squeezy jiff lemons into a suitcase and every day she would put it in her hair mm-hmm. and it did lighten it but it went like straw oh, and I can imagine it would. honest it was horrible was it, it brittle snap yeah uh-huh so it kind of defeated the purpose mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it did lighten her hair but it made it all brittle yes, and snap uh-huh. that, so would, that wouldn't be very nice yeah, no. on. <laughs> I, I can remember your mama saying to me um she says this is what an old remedy Smearing, hu- smearing honey mm-hmm. on your skin. You know, when you went to bed at night, it was supposed to give you such a lovely, youthful complexion. And, you know, so I thought I would try that. So I got to bed one night and I smeared honey on my face. And I went to bed and when I got up in the morning, I had all bits of fluff of the sheets <laughs> all over my face. I never did that again. That just that just didn't work. Yeah, no, I didn't like that. No, I remember being told if you soaked a cotton pad in milk, and you would use it as a cleanser, and that was supposed to make your skin feel all lovely and soft. Oh, yes. But of course, what I forgot 
is that yes it might work but really you're still supposed to splash your face mm -hmm. because I remember waking up the next morning and smelling all sour oh, oh, the, so that didn't help either yeah, yeah. So, well yeah I was thinking going back to holidays and sunburn natural yogurt is a good sunburn remedy uh-huh but natural yogurt or yeah, well, your natural yogurt, yes, like the antibodies and the bacteria. Uh -huh. I think we just used calamine lotion mm -hmm. when I was little because I can't ever remember getting yogurt mm -hmm. when I was little. No. Maybe not until I was maybe 12 mm -hmm. or, or something mm -hmm. like that. I can remember using natural yogurt for something else, but I can't remember using it for sunburn. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah suppose it was supposed to be very good for sunburn, yes. And I know they're not quite remedies, but, you know, like salt for drawing out blood stains. Oh yes, you know. a good good mm -hmm. cleaner, yeah. yeah. Cold uh -huh. water and yeah. salt. Right, so are you all uh, just quickly going to get the flour out and uh, run some of that through your hair? Oh really? <laughs> I think some of those ones are always great to hear ideas like that because yeah, they're the kind of thing where you just stop and think for a second, don't you? And go, really? Would that work? Brilliant. Oh, I love those three talking together and, and my mum and dad talking with Neil and Eleanor. You know, those are the types of conversations that I set out to capture on this podcast. Um, just people sitting down talking. And I love that in some cases, like Jacqueline and Adele and Rebecca, as it's family sitting down and the conversation just flows. And I have to edit it sometimes because it flows off in the wrong direction. But it's just wonderful. And I hope you've enjoyed this episode, you know, for exactly the same reasons, just listening into those conversations. It's great. Now, I said I was going to read out some of the comments from other posts on our Facebook page. And I just wanted to um, read this one out. Really, this is um, a post I put up a little while ago, actually, in January, which was just to highlight the fact that I'm immensely proud of this, but that our podcast has now been included in the Northumberland archives. And it's it's a really small thing, but it's it's really wonderful to imagine that these stories will now be in an actual curated archive. You know, in a hundred years' time, when someone's doing some research about the foods people used to eat, or what it was like living down the Colliery Rose, what it was like living in North Seton what it was like to have a coal fire in your house, a, um, a tin bath in the living room in front of the all those things which will just start to disappear from our cultural history. They're, well, they're on our podcast and they're in the voices of people who experience them and as much as they're going to be out on the internet through this means for as long as is humanly possible, they're officially now part of the Northumberland Archive and when somebody goes to do some research about those things, they'll be able to listen to real people's voices talking about those things. Real first-hand experience. So I had I'd put up a post about that on our Facebook page, um, Voices from the Northeast podcast on Facebook. And I just want to say, you know, thank you to people like Sylvia, who took a moment to, to post a comment and say how well-deserved she felt that was and what a great job we were doing preserving social history in an entertaining way. Thank you. I try. <laughs> uh, Layla, who commented just saying congratulations to everyone involved, and that's it's really lovely. Um, you know, it, it is. It means a lot. Steve, thank you for, for again, just congratulating. We're, 
And then there was a wonderful comment. This one really, like, I stopped for a second when reading it because this was from Margaret, who said, I've just discovered you and listening to the Social Club podcast last night. It's so nostalgic. My mum and dad were regulars at the Northern. Yes, they had their preferred seats. They took sandwiches to eat and the bingo was serious. No talking. And it's just lovely. I got told off for daring to sit on the stairs in the Northern when my shoes were hurting. Happy days, great memories, thank you. It's absolutely lovely when I get something like that because, you know, that's it's just nice to imagine that we have, I don't know, reawoken those memories that are buried somewhere in the back of your mind, but unless someone jogs your memory, you don't always think of them. And when you do, puts a huge smile on your face. And lastly, a message from an old school friend of mine, uh, Craig, just congratulating and the team <laughs> and saying really well done, it's fantastic work. Thank you to you all. Thank you to everybody who still listens to the show. It's incredible how many people play the videos and watch them. It's absolutely wonderful. Those of you that are listening on Spotify, those of you that are watching through Facebook, everyone who shares it and tells other people about it. And thank you to those of you that are getting in touch and sharing your memories now through different social media platforms. You can always record your own voice on your phone and email it to me and I'll I'll edit out the ums and the ahs. And, uh, and I'll include it in the show. If you want to do that, then you can send it to me very easily through my email address is podcastnortheast at gmail.com. Just record it on the voice memo app or voice recorder on your phone and then email it to me. And don't worry about whatever the topic is. If it's something from an episode months ago, I don't mind. We'll include it in the show. It's all about preserving our social history here. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Take care of yourselves. I'm off to go and uh, drink an egg with milk and um, and possibly run some talcum powder across my feet and some flour through my hair. And I'm sure I will look amazing and feel probably very sick. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Stay safe, stay well, and look after each other. Bye-bye.